0: Hello and welcome to the Mental Wellness Ministry Podcast brought to you by Adam Road Presbyterian Church. This is a podcast that helps you safeguard your emotional, mental and spiritual well-being, especially during this time of COVID-19. My name is Joanne and today is the second of our two-part series on depression. And now we turn to Pastor Chris. Um, We have a question to ask as loved ones and friends who are uh, bystanders looking at um, the people we care for struggling through these difficult times, how best can we be helping them? Besides saying, oh, I'm praying for you, but um, is there any other way that we can be helping uh, our loved ones?
1: Thanks for that, Joanne. Again, thanks, Lee Fang, for those really helpful insights and practical tips. Um, If we are loved ones and we've got someone who is unemployed, um, the first thing, if we are, we are believers, we always have God. So, I think what we have to get right is firstly what we do personally or individually, and what we do collectively as families. And I think it's important, if we are Christian families, is we affirm uh, our true value. And like in the first part of the, uh, the talk on depression, how do we affirm that uh, God doesn't look down at the depressed person look down and see a depressed person, he looks down and see a child of God. With an unemployed person, it's the same principle, the same gospel truth. God doesn't look at us and say, you're loved because you're employed. You're not loved because you are now been retrenched or you're retired. So his love for us is not conditional on our employment. And it's for the whole family to believe that, that the wife of this person must believe that, the children must believe that, and how, how often must we speak that um, biblical truth, that spiritual truth, that gospel value into our hearts. I would say every day, please must know the difference. We just had um, a case last year in Singapore. I think it was a murder in Woodlands. Uh, it hit the news and this man was triggered and he murdered, his, killed his wife. And one, when the judge asked him in the court case, what, what triggered him to do that, um, he said, in one of their many quarrels, in one of their um, unteamed quarrels, she said to him, you are useless. And that's because he's long-term unemployed. And that triggered him. So when I say um, us as loved ones with someone going through unemployment, it's very important that we really revalue our values, reprioritize our priorities. It's not good enough that the unemployed person knows that he's loved by God regardless of work or no work. The whole family must also know that and journey together. So firstly, is to get the spiritual truth correct, that God looks at us, He created us, and then redeemed us in Christ, um, not to be a worker, but to be worshippers. So we are firstly worshippers before we are anything. And as long as we are worshippers of God, that's our first validation and our first most precious value in life. Then we look, um, flow from that into more practical things. In terms of employment, et cetera, with with COVID and now hitting two-thirds of the world, three-quarters of the world, it will be massive readjustment of the whole global uh, architecture, as it were, global economy, ecosystem. And we need to ask ourselves, uh, the unemployment that creeps in now, is it structural unemployment or seasonal unemployment? Structural means a whole industry has died. Let's say in the West, the whole coal industry has died. Or the whole timber, lumber industry has died in Southeast Asia, example. And those industries will never come back again. So some industries go through structural change. And for that, we need career changes. As Li Fang has said, we can go and retool ourselves, reskill ourselves. But if through COVID-19, it is more a seasonal change that the uh, financial ecosystem of the world will go through a seasonal change and some structural changes. That means the chances of getting back into the same line of work is very high when things bounce back in a 6 months' time, a year's time. So we just have to pray and wait and be patient, practically. The second practical thing, besides sorting out whether it's structural unemployment, seasonal unemployment, is to know where the help can come from during this time, the government has laid out three uh, packages of help. Then we, as churches, at beginning with us and ARPC, what our leadership is looking at is how to complement those packages. Example: If someone doesn't meet the criterias for help, that household income cannot exceed ten thousand, the personal income cannot exceed three thousand, and we don't all fall neatly in the packages. That's where the church can step in and say, Yep, you fall in between the cracks, but you, you have needs. And so that's what we are looking at at our budgets. And so we are remapping our budgets and re-reconfiguring our church budget to meet those needs and going to give a huge proportion of that to COVID relief and COVID resilience. So, as with the government, we will give we will tell you this and give you means to access it, uh, assess yourself, because everybody needs a certain assessment of your needs for the family, how much you need a month, and then how to access it, how to make it available to you. So hopefully that should be available to us within the next two, three weeks or so. Uh, Be prayerful and patient for us as leaders. Last but not least, flowing from the spiritual to the practical, is uh, a very real one. We may not be employed, with a, with a dollar value to us, but we can still be very engaged in activity. I myself experienced this when I left my job in the media, quit my job, and then went to study in Bible college. For three years in Bible college, I was unemployed, and the only way I survived was I was married. So actually, I got married to be, to be kept. Sorry, sorry, I didn't say that. Okay. So my wife worked, but you know, personally, I had to go through. I I know in my head I'm still valuable to God. But you know when you meet people who know you and you stop working for three years and then laggy worse you tell them, even worse, you tell them, You're going to be a pastor and people are wondering, What's that? You know, does that contribute to economy at all? You can see people's eyes in people's eyes and body language, they really think you are quite valueless. So I did walk away from many social situations and family situations, extended family, not my own, in which I could see in the eyes of relatives and people, they see me no up, right? Um, I was not valuable in their their eyes. And I had to back away from those social situations to ask, to ask God, please, please affirm me and please help me be, be secure. And at one time we were down to very little money, I really felt uh, like a useless man. And it was actually preaching the gospel to myself, reading God's word that kept affirming that God loves me. So I'm not talking to you about theory, that in God's eyes, he's not, he didn't cre- firstly create us and then finally redeem us to make us the best worker. He created us and then redeem us through Jesus to make us a worshipper. And that gives us our true value. So we may go through a season in which we may not be uh, employed, but we can be engaged in meaningful activity in people's lives, praying for them, calling them, doing, doing things to help them, small little things. Okay, I think our time is up. Sorry uh, to have spoken a bit more. Thank you.
0: Thank you. Thank you, Pastor Chris, for your encouragement. And uh, as you close us in prayer, could you, your example, teach us how to be uh, praying God-centered prayers, even if we are struggling with a lack of joy um, from whatever we are facing. Um, Mm. Please do help us to pray together.
1: Okay, let's pray. Our loving Heavenly Father, you know that as we live here in a fallen world, in our sinful nature, very often we do not feel loved loved by you, loved by others, and especially through a time of unemployment. And our whole value system comes crashing down. We pray that we will listen to your word and your word tells us to seek first your kingdom and your righteousness and all that we need in life as followers of Jesus Christ will be given unto us. We pray to hear your word, that we are more valuable than the sparrows and we are more valuable than the birds in the air. We are more valuable than the lilies of the field. We do not know what that means, so we ask you to show us what it means and to be true to our experience from moment to moment. where We will swing so wildly from helplessness to hopelessness as we lose our jobs and face uncertainty in our country and in the world. Please help us know that ultimately, it is your sovereignty that cures our worries. It is your sovereignty that gives us true security, so we turn to you and know that you are sovereign over our lives from the beginning to the end, and nothing catches you by surprise. Humble us, draw us so close to you to know that you hold us in your bosom, you wrap us in the arms of the Lord Jesus, you empower us by your spirit, you give us brothers and sisters in Christ to help each other and journey with each other, and you even make us to be a light to the world out there. So thank you for this time in which we are able to share Uh, practical tips and wisdom from your word. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen.
0: Amen. Thank you, Pastor Chris and Li Fang for your time today. Dear listeners, we hope that you have been encouraged and blessed by our session today. If you have a question for us, please email mental.wellness at arpc.sg or send a direct message to at soundmind.sg on Facebook or Instagram. The Mental Wellness Ministry Podcast is now streaming on all your favorite platforms. You can listen to us on iTunes, Spotify, YouTube or Facebook. Tune in the way you like it for your sound bites for Sound Minds today.